0: Welcome back, listeners. On this episode, I spoke to cinematographer Kim Ji-young about his work on Decision to Leave. Ji-young's past work includes The Fortress, Oakjaw, and Parasite. Decision to Leave was directed and co-written by Park Chan-wook. I love Decision to Leave. It has been one of my favorite um, films of the year. And I mean, that last shot is still sticking with me. probably two months after seeing this project. Um, so I just, I, I want to congratulate you on that. And I just, I want to know what it what it's like to be getting so much recognition for this particular project.
1: Yeah, the last shot of the film, I, I like it. That's one of my favorite shots of the film. But I we, we didn't really plan to shoot it that way. Mm. Our original plan was just wide shot over him, like, running into the mist, trying to find Sore, But on the day, it, was, it wasn't easy. I mean, it was like sun has to be on the horizon and the high tide has to come in and we couldn't really bring any lightings out there. And also after the tide, after tide comes in, there's no way we can take our gears out. So we made a small like floating flat, flat foam. To have our crane up there, so I mean, all the complicated thing was one shot was that the while I was prepping, my B camera operator was like running to that the other side, ninety degree the other side to the position, and she was like try to grab a shot. So I like yelled at her, "Don't do that." You know, I, uh, I yelled not because I was like mad or something, because it was t- so far away and like with the wave and tide is really noisy. So I told her not to, but she didn't hear me and she just did a shot with like second team rehearsal with like I was standing and Chanuk saw it. And he was like, yeah, we might have, since we said it, we might as well shoot it. And I didn't even know what it was cause I was like so far away from them. And after the day I saw the footages on the monitor. And I was like shocked. This is so good. So, so this just happened by one of my crew members. And these things happen, I think, because we were, I mean, working in Korean film industries, there's a little, little difference between here and there. it's like, we actually, especially with Park Chanok's film, we send out everything, the script and like entire storyboards. So. They know every crew member who reads it knows what we like trying to achieve. Mm. So they kind of like they're like they're not just working there; they just know what we do and they just try to get it, not just like manually. I think that's why that kind of shot happened.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, then, every, pretty much whole film was like shot, like shot by shot with by storyboard We both did okay. everything.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. Um and I mean were there you just uh sort of you guys all were in the same page of this project. I mean, what did you want people to get out of this project and what do you what did you want people to take away from it?
1: You mean the audience?
0: Yeah, the audience.
1: Well, you you don't you don't really want to define it. You know what I mean? There are like so many feelings and so many, so many emotions you emotions you have about this film. Like, not, too uh, many. Like every time is different. You watch it first time, second time, third time, and you can find something new, something we kind of hide underneath it. So, I don't want to say it out loud. What you we want you to take what it is so I, I,
0: to... I appreciate that now I think that I think that's a perfect answer um but like that unexpected I mean now knowing that it was unexpected to get that shot I mean were there any other sort of just special nuggets that sort of happened along the way during this project I mean obviously there was a lot of preparation that went into this storyboard but were there any sort of un, more unexpected shots like that that made it into the final cut of the film
1: the, the, the last shot of the film is like, yeah. the big one, and then there's a little little improvisation or like you 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 always find something better than you thought in the office when you do storyboards. So, I mean, can't really pick one, but they're like little bit of it like pretty much every day. But now, if you ever get a chance to read the storyboard. It's like more than 80% is just from the story, but from the book is quite same mm. because we spend so much time to make like perfect storyboard mm. that works. But uh, I can't really think of anything. I mean, there, there should be something. I mean, like you go to the ocean and you go to the, up in the mountain. I mean, and every day it's like, that's not something, there are there something you didn't really expect. Mm. So, but I can't really think of anything right now. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's fine. There must
1: be, there must be some, but...
0: No, it, it's completely fine. And I mean, what was it like working with um, Park Chan-wook?
1: Yeah, like I told you, I mean, we prepped a lot together. I mean, when you, when you start to prep with the director, you, especially when you spend like so much time to make storyboard. I mean, you get to talk a lot. You don't really like come in the morning and just straight down to work. So we start with like talking about the old film we liked, like Antonioni and Hitchcock and we also talked about uh, Visconti and many directors. So, those old classical film was our references. We didn't really have like specific reference, but we talked a lot about like old fashioned way of making film. Although we didn't really make it in old fashioned way, but we had that in mind too. This We want this film to look like old fashioned classical films. Hmm. I think we kind of had it.
0: Yeah. And can you go into a bit more of the preparation process and what that just looked like from sort of
1: start to finish? Yeah, we we talked a lot and we, I mean, there are so many locations. So it means we travel a lot. So we just go to the location and I mean, discussion in the office and discussion in the actual location is quite different. So we went out like so many locations scout. So we just... Once again, we talked, we took some photos and we could talk about it, not necessarily like with a few, not a, actual like frame up for the shot. We just took some photos that interest us and talked about it. Mm. Oh, stuff.
0: And, um, oh, sorry.
1: And I think that was it. Oh, wait, we, we did like all the technical tests too, like lenses. I mean, she she's, He's like big fan of anamorphic lens. So we tested a lot of anamorphic lenses and we found one for the show, which is Cook Anamorphic, which Mm. I'm once again using it for this TV show. Mm. That's exciting. Um,
0: (laughs) And what were were some of the challenges on this project that you haven't faced on on your past projects.
1: Yeah, I mean, working on the natural, I mean, under certain circumstances, like like last ending sequence at the beach, the sun has has to be in perfect position and high tide has to come in, which happens like two days in our entire productions. If we miss two days, we have to wait another two and a half months to get that moment but you have like so many pages to cover on the day and it happens in like 2 3 hours for this in the story but we have to shoot it like whole day and make it look like from late in the afternoon till like all the evening so that was challenging cuz we I couldn't really bring any lights down there it Was I mean we were not allowed to bring any big lights and big grip gears down there so i had to just find the right moment to shoot. So it was really hard to schedule it and just follow it. I mean, if I can, it is is it it is not so hard when you can like, cover with the technical skills, but that was just, can't really do it. You have to just wait for the right moment. Mm. It was, hard. Mm. I mean, and also the the VFX, all the mist in this film is VFX. But it's not just not it's not nothing like you just give a, give your material to this vfx teams that should make it look good you have to you have to give them something look good material to start with so, but you can't really give them like shoot like stuff shot in sunny days and to make it look like good mist shots so i had to find the shadow here. or like cloudy day to shoot the day exterior sequence, but not every day is cloudy. So it Mm. wasn't easy to find and make the right moment. I mean, the schedules and those were the issues. Mm. Make it different follow it. Like the the dating sequence in the old temple, Buddhist temple, there was also sunny day, but I had to make it look like cloudy, I mean, rainy day. Mm. Those things. And when, I mean, when you can light when you can light was not so hard. When you can't light it was hard. <laughs> um, and I mean, final question for you.
0: I mean, what do you take away from this project personally and professionally?
1: Personally, professionally, I mean I had been a big fan of Pak Chanok's film. And I finally worked with him and mm. I from the process. I mean, every film, every process, you learn something. But this one was even more special. I learned a lot through this time, and then, yeah, that was it. That was that was just great experience, and I like this film a lot. Yeah, no, I I love this film a lot. So um, I it is one of the most talked about film. It, it is. Be- yeah.
0: And the fact that it's sort of crossed over into the United States and is getting so much, um, recognition too, is just, is fantastic.
1: Now, because of this film, I get to talk to you.
0: Yes, that too, which I'm so grateful for. Thank you all for listening. This episode was edited and produced by me, Jackson Vickery. Graphics were done by Dylan Michael and the opening and closing theme were done by Sterling Gavinsky.